Well, day number four, cuatro. If I remember right from Spanish class, I didn't pass. Out here again, we're on the lake. I caught my pickerel and my brown trout out on. And uh, it's Saturday. Yeah, not bad Saturday. I didn't think about that. Saturday. And uh, a little bit of a shiny town. And I'm kind of glad that I went back to my main roots and decided to bring out the clam today because it looks like an Eskimo freaking ice shanty marathon out here. It is nuts. There is one, two, three, four, five, five, five Eskimos set up. So that'd be interesting to try to explain to my fiance who's coming out later which one to go to. So I'm glad I got the clam pot and flip over. There we go. Not bad. Stopped by the old Stebbins bait shop this morning. Got some shiners. Rich man could afford smelt, but not me. I'm gonna see if I can catch some smelt today. I stopped in and they had Haley's in there, so that's always a good lure for catching smelt. I broke mine last year, but it ain't a big deal. Hunter had a hookup this morning, so he weren't there. He was getting suckers somewhere in New Hampshire. Who freaking knows? That boy just likes to drive his new truck, is what I've gathered. But not a bad deal either way. A little bit slow this morning. Pretty sure I got third degree frostbite on my hands from this past week of ass kicking cold. But I wouldn't want it any other way because I could be cold at work or I could be cold out fishing. And I think we got a little perch coming up to say hi this morning. Can we get the first one of the day? No, we can't because he don't look interested. Maybe, maybe we'll see what we can do here. But yeah, day number four. Yesterday not really an eventful day at all big hope to catch a crappie little hopes of catching yellow perch and we caught yellow perch all freaking day after i got done fishing there i decided to pack it up and uh i f decided to fulfill my snowshoe hare hunt that i've been talking about and that consisted of me driving around hoping that maybe i could spot one from this back road i like to drive that's legal to hunt on and uh, I didn't see any, but I saw some tracks, so that was cool. And then I drove up to the local lake that's right next to my house that I used to fish all the freaking time. Like every day we went out fishing and we went there. And it ain't really that difficult of a lake to fish. Because there's a gazillion perch and some big pickerel and once in a while a decent bass. I stopped there and I'm just hanging out thinking if I really feel like starting up again at 3 o'clock in the afternoon... And as I'm sitting there debating myself, I see the little blue lightning car pull in, a.k.a. my mom. And she's rolling on up to the beach with my nephew to meet up with my brother, who was picking him up there. And they were going to go out fishing for a little bit. And uh, so I decided that maybe I'd go out fishing too and hang out with them. But I left the Eskimo in the truck because I didn't feel like sending that freaking thing back up. And, uh, man, I lasted about a solid 40 minutes before me and my brother looked at each other and we were done. We, he was shivering and 
He's like, I've had enough. I'm like, yeah, me too, Well, We're done here. My nephew, on the other hand, didn't have a gloves, didn't have a hat, nothing. He only had a face mask, and he was running it. He did not care. He was on the quest to catch something yesterday. He didn't end up catching anything. I caught a couple little yellow perch. But he, all in all, it was a fairly slow day. But I ended up getting a little bit more wet and more cold because I rolled up to the house and my other brother was there. I got two brothers, so that might get confusing. They both have babies, but then there's one that has my oldest nephew, who's pretty cool, his name's John. I think I've said that plenty of times, but anyways, getting back to the point of story, I roll up to the house and my other brother's visiting my mom with his newborn and his wife, and alright, my mom's boyfriend was over at the house too, so I'm like, oh, I'll go in and be sociable eventually. So I went out to check my shiner traps, and those sons of guns were frozen right in the goddamn river. Like, they were solid blocks of ice, and I I uh, decided the best route, instead of just going back to the house and grabbing my ice chisel, was to kick the ice as hard as I could, and when I kicked the ice, it broke away, and I fell on my ass and went in the water with the ice. So, I was soaked from my toes to my knees not that bad but I ended up having a numb foot so I decided to run back to the house just as fast as my buck could run because I was pretty cold after that and talked to him for a little bit but yeah so no snowshoe hair no shiners and like six or seven yellow perch yesterday but we got some oh oh got one got one definitely a little yellow perch definitely a little yellow perch can we please catch something else besides a friggin' yellow perch? I'm so sick of these friggin' things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my Haley, if you guys know what a Haley lure looks like, my Haley is longer than this perch. Just saying. Go back in the... Oh, sorry, guys. I didn't mean to throw you on the ice. There you go. Be free. No. One on the board. Better than none on the board. That's never a good day, either. I roll up to the lake, and I, I always try to make sure I don't recognize any trucks. Because if I recognize trucks, I automatically assume that somebody might spot me and want to talk. And I'm a very introverted person, but also very extroverted. I'm kind of a retardverted, as I gathered. I like to talk to people. Not when I'm fishing, though. When I'm fishing, it's usually dead silent in here, except for when I like to talk to myself lately. Which is cool. But Jasmine's coming out. Talked to her last night about doing the podcast. Oh, you little son of a gun. Got away on that one. Uh, I talked to Jasmine about doing the podcast. She seemed pretty uh, anti-podcaster. But, son of a gun, it's cold in here. I gotta turn that heater up. It is colder than a bastard. The wind's just a-fluttering. Ripping right through these brittle bones. But yeah, I tried to hit up my buddy Cody. He was already fishing at like 4.30 this morning. I don't know what the hell he's doing out that early. Ain't nothing good happening at 4 o'clock in the morning unless you're, like, drinking coffee. But Cody was a bust. Cody didn't know I had false intentions. I didn't actually want to fish with him. I just wanted to fish with him and talk to him, so I had somebody else to talk to on the podcast. But he wasn't available, so I think Jasmine's coming out later on today. 
and that'll be good. I'm, I'm just not even going to tell her I'm recording, but I'm going to interview her. Make it real weird for her. I came to the conclusion last night when I was thinking about is there ever going to be a time in my life that I have felt that I had had an ample amount enough times to ice fish? And I thought after four days, which I think it might be a five-day event, the Ice or Die Tour on ice. It might be a five-day event. Usually Jasmine's pretty game to go fishing whenever because she's been pretty pissed at me this whole week because I've been out fishing like every day. For like 10 hours a day. I leave when it's dark and I come back when it's dark. But it doesn't take that long to get dark around here. Because it gets dark at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. But yeah. So I came to the conclusion that I. will probably never have enough time in my life. To chase all the fishing dreams I want to chase. Because the day just goes by so much faster. When you're having fun and you're fishing. And it just seems to drag when you're at work sometimes, which is okay, but I just, I don't know. Do I want to fish every day? Probably. There's probably a good assumption that I'd be okay with fishing every day. And I'm not really looking forward to retirement because if I fish every day, my life's going to end pretty quickly is what I've gathered. Because, Jesus, these days just fly by. I'm having too much fun. It should be illegal. But... That's okay. So yeah, I figured out I'm never going to be happy with how much time I have to spend out on the ice. I'm always going to wish I had more time to spend, which is good. I guess that's when you know you really enjoy doing something. But it's also only like the second, well, this is really like the first weekend down in my house that fishing's been available for people to go out because the ice has been garbage. So I guess I can't call it quits yet. I still got plenty of ice season left. You know, usually I like to hit up all the local lakes and then I'll get adventurous and try traveling around. I got a few local lakes I've never fished before in my freaking life. But that's because we have about 800 lakes to choose from around here. And that's in the lakes region in New Hampshire. If I lived in the lakes region in New Hampshire, I'd, oh my god, I'd be like a bird dog on a pheasant. I didn't know which way to freaking run. Yeah, I just, I wish there was just one lake in like a 30 mile proximity of me. It'd be a lot easier choice. Oh, guess I'm going to that one. But they're all individually cool in their own way. Some of them kind of suck. I think it's just because I don't know what I'm doing on them. And I'm sure there's some guy that does know what he's doing and loves that lake or pond around here. But not me. There's a few that I just think suck in general. I'm going to try not to rant as much today I'm waiting for jasmine to come out could be a longer podcast i don't really got much intentions to stop and if i got something good to talk about but we're in 23 feet of water trying to target some trout there's a lot of guys in like 30 feet of water to 40 i think presumably trying to target trout as well it's most likely smelt but in my opinion I've had pretty good luck catching trout just about every depth of water around here. Well, brown trout, that is. I've had pretty good luck catching brown trout in 20 feet of water and 30 feet of water. White perch in 30 feet of water. Just found that out. That might have just been luck of the draw. 
I did not finish my sled project like I assumed I would last night. This full-time fisherman career has really taken off to the point where I don't really want to work on anything when I get home except for my tip-up so I don't have to screw them in the morning. Which brings me to my pet peeve topic of the day. It drives me absolutely bonkers. Absolutely pisses me right off. When I get out to the lake, I'm usually a very frustrated person until I'm sitting down in my chair jigging. Don't talk to me. If you ever come out fishing me, don't talk to me when I'm trying to get set up. Because my life is a shit show most days. I'm not overly organized. I'm not overly the most clean person. But when it comes to fishing, I will go out to my way to design organizers for slads or come up with different ways of organizing fishing gear. I will start organizing my ice fishing gear in like September. I got a fish on me right now. Hope he bites on. Yeah, organization is huge with me when it comes to fishing. Nothing else. Don't matter anything else in my life. I don't care about much when it comes to organization. My shelter logic where I store a whole bunch of stuff is a disaster at this moment in time. The man caves, actually man caves usually pretty organized. But not this time of year because there's like ice fishing palooza bullshit in there. Where I'm going with this though is I get really pissed off. Because I try to stay really organized when I'm fishing because I don't want to do the setup. I feel like a lot of guys enjoy the setup and not the fishing part. They like the social aspect of drinking their coffee or the beer while they're setting up tip-ups effing off. I ain't really into that. I kind of just want to catch fish. So as I look at it, I am being inconvenienced from doing what I want to be doing when I'm setting up my stuff. So I take the time to work on all my presentations on my jig rods and I make sure that all my tip-ups are set up key so all I gotta do is drop the sounder put the bobber on mark in the depth so I can just put a shiner on send it down the hole get the flag set and get the hell out of the cold I really don't like oh, just, oh, I'm getting angry thinking about it I can run it down in my mind when I start to get really angry. And my, my fiance, she's wonderful, I gotta say that. She knows how I am about my ice fishing gear. And I get real, I don't like the A word, anxious when I'm getting out there and I got all my gear and my sled and I'm taking it all out and there's stuff all over the ice and it's cold and I'm trying to get the holes drilled and I'm searching for a good spot to fish and there's shit everywhere and I'm just ready to have a meltdown and pack it in and quit and find a new hobby. But I try to work through it and I usually get through it without any angry words towards anything or anyone. But yeah, usually I'm pretty discontented. <laughs> I don't know if that's discontented. Discontent? Yeah, usually I'm pretty pissed off. Well, I'm setting up my gear because I just want to be fishing and not setting up my stuff. Which is why I usually give up on tip-ups about the third week of ice fishing. Because I'm like, I really don't like setting these freaking things up. Somebody needs to come up with an automated tip-up where it sounds out itself and all you got to do is put the shiner on it and you're good to go. And then organization of your rods too. 
don't have a cluster of freaking lines going everywhere and you got them thrown in your bag and the tip's broken off you got duct tape on it if i see duct tape on your fishing rod and you're not my nephew johnny you're out you're out you're you're otc out of out of the club otc out of the club you're out of the club you ain't fishing with me you're gonna piss me off if i see duct tape on your freaking tip of your rod because you're not you're just gonna drive me nuts like just buy a new rod. I don't care if it's a $5 Walmart rod. Just buy a new freaking rod, you cheap son of a bitch. So, yeah, I got this whole system. Oh, that's another topic I need to talk about. Trying something different today, too. Something I hadn't actually thought about. And I'm sure somebody else has thought about it. I just never thought about it, so I'm assuming it's an original idea in my brain. But, yeah. So I got the whole system. The auger comes out first. The cap comes off the auger blade. I drill my hole, take my flasher, and I start looking for the depth I want to fish in. And then the auger comes out, the flasher comes out of the sled when I get to where I want to be. And then comes my fishing rods, they get out, and then my tip-ups come out, and then my bait bucket comes out. And then I start drilling my holes in an orderly fashion of where I feel like gives me the best chance of catching the fish when I don't know when the fit, where the fish will be. So I try different depths and stuff, like everybody else in this world, that's not new to anyone that's ever ice fished, trying different depths and different blah blah blahs, and, but yeah. Then back to the point, and I set my shelter up, I get everything organized in the shelter. I drill my two holes in here, if Jasmine's fishing with me, I get the flasher in the hole, I get my rods out, those are set up, and then I'm off to tip-ups, getting my tip-up set up, and then I come in when all my tip-ups are set up and my fingers are frozen and I'm ready to blow up. And I sit down, take a deep breath, turn the flasher on. Generally forget that I'm fishing with somebody else and that she probably wants me to help her out a little bit by skimming her hole, which I never do. If you're going to fish with me, you got to skim your own hole. I sit and then I take a deep breath, I turn, I got the heater going, I'm warming up a little bit, and then I slowly get my rods ready to go. And I put everything in an orderly fashion back away, and I can breathe easy. And that brings me to where I'm at right now. Taking a deep breath, because I'm not catching freaking fish. I'm a lot better off, though, than being outside. I see these crazy sons of bitches next to me. They got a perfectly good bob house. Big old bastard of a bob house. And they got everything outside. And they're standing outside and they're smiling. It's like, why would you even bring the bob house out if you're going to stand on the outside of it, you sons of bitches? God, I'm cold looking at you. Like, ah, just get inside. Be normal like everybody else. So this is an antisocial type of an event. You gain your bob house and you don't talk. Unless you mean you talk to yourself. Nobody actually wants to be outside. It just makes you feel better. But you had to walk across the lake a little bit to be outside today. Alright, I gotta start jigging and left bullshit. And my rod's been sitting on the ice for like 10 minutes now. So my new tactic today... I don't know. I'm sure somebody else has done it. I don't think it's gonna make a difference, but... I look around today and I see everybody that's got tip-up set up. There's the straight line guys, the ADHD guys, and then you got the 
I don't really know, so I'm just going to put them as close to the Bob house as I possibly can, guys. So that works for me. I like the guys that just, like, they don't want to be cold, so they just put them as close, like I'm talking two feet off the Bob house. They got two set up, and they're like, good, we're done here. So today, my idea was, I always put my tip-ups in a straight line going off of some window I can see from, so I don't have to do too much effort in looking to see if I have a flag. So today, I decided I wanted to put my tip-ups in a circle. So imagine you got a nail and you tie a piece of string to the nail and you take a six inch piece of string and you tie that other end of the string to a pencil and you make a redneck compass. Hopefully I explained myself. I used my bob house as the nail and I used my eyeball as the string to make the perfect radius around my bob house. This serves two purposes. A, I've never actually, A, paid attention to see if anybody else has put all their tip-ups in a perfect circle around their bob house. I'm sure somebody does, but I've never seen it because I never really paid attention because I never thought about it until today. And it also works out good because I got one, two, three, four, five windows in this some bitch. And I can sit in my chair perched up like a chicken on a roosting pole and look out all the windows with minimal effort to see if I got a flag which I don't have any flags today. And it also covers different depths of the lake. And as I look at it, if a fish swims in and I'm in a radius, it's kind of like jumping the border. They see, if they swim in anywhere, they're gonna see a shiner somewhere. If they come in my circle that I made, my death circle, the death to trout circle, as I think of it right now. And the third purpose, I think, I, I think I'm on number three here. I've been just kind of going with it. On the, the third purpose of what I did in the circle is I'm kind of embarrassed about talking to myself out loud. And I know these people usually watch you walk out here and see how many people you're bringing with you. So I didn't want them to think I was crazy. So I figured if I made a circle, it would keep people from setting up right next to me. At least I got like a 20 foot radius around my bob house where nobody wants to come over because they don't feel well they might they might set up right in the middle of my freaking tip ups that'd be cool but yeah so i i really put some thought into this whole not being embarrassed by what i'm doing thing uh, seems to be working there's people all over the goddamn place today oh another eskimo what is that six another eskimo so glad I didn't bring the pop-up out because Jasmine would have been pissed at me about the time I gave her the GPS coordinates to where the hell I was. Oh, not really sure if we're fishing tomorrow or not. Good chance we are. Don't know where we'll be. We'll see how today goes with Jasmine. She works at the bank so she don't really work. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. She works pretty hard. She's just got a really comfy chair that I wish I had most of the time. Which she also brags about to me quite often. But yeah, she works at the bank, so... She only has to work till noon sometimes on Saturdays. So, this year's game plan was... I was going to pick a lake to fish on that she could stop in on the way home from work. And just bring her snow pants with her to work. I gotta check and see if I get a mousey. Bring her snow pants with her to work and I would get everything set up so all she has to do is strut right on down to the bob house and come see me. 
Oh, yeah. My mousey's gone. That's why I got nothing fucking happening, you moron. So she'll show up a little bit later. That'll be cool. Give us something to do. On a side note, I went down to the old hen house this morning and successfully had no eggs. But yesterday I went down there and there was a chicken perched up in the roosting boxes and I'm like, what are you up to, huh? And the big old rooster in there, he freaking let out a cockle doodle doo that scared the hell out of me because I wasn't expecting it. And uh, I moved the the hen out of the roosting box very carefully and get the fuck out of here and uh she had a little miniature egg for me that could feed a garden gnome but they're getting bigger every time i get an egg which i've gotten three so far so it's looking like my investment in my chicken farming operations paying off slowly but surely but those sons of guns been eating some grain i gotta say that they've been eating some serious grain like I'm trying to really think if it was cost effective to buy the chickens because they're costing me a lot of money in grain and I ain't really big on feeding them so they're gonna have to start producing or they're going down the road I'm just kidding I feed my freaking chickens they eat better than I do most of the time we eat about the same oatmeal whole grain layer pellets together but yeah Pretty slow day out here. Usually when I feel like I'm not catching fish, I start to get nosy and start peeking out at the neighbors and see if they're getting flags or something. Ooh, what are you? What are you high up in the water? Can I run right by you? Can I run right by you, huh? You want some of this? You want some of that? Uh-huh. No, you don't want none of that. You weren't... No, no. You want no part in that. Alright. Back down to the bottom. I'm sure there's perch. Sure there's perch. Let's get him to come. Come on up. Come on up, guys. Yeah, born day. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Come on. Come on. I know you're down there. I know you want some of that mealworm. No, you don't want any of that mealworm because you're going back down the bottom. Oh, we got the snowmobilers out with the inch and a quarter of snow we got on the trails. Yep, let's destroy the tracks, boys. Yep, $15,000 investment. Cool. Oh, man, we got that three feet of snow. And I bet you... There are some angry divorce papers the next week after Christmas when uh, the husband convinced his wife that the snowmobile was a good investment since we got three feet of snow and he went out and bought a brand new Players RMK or Skidoo MXZ or something cool like that, Yamaha Apex, even if you're into that type of stuff, you know, the Honda Civic uh, snowmobiles, but I bet you there are some angry divorce papers the day after Christmas when all that fucking snow melted. <laughs> I bet you there was like, oh shit, this was a really bad idea and I got really big payments on a snowmobile I can't ride. And the next best bet to go ride this is to go up north every weekend and spend money on a hotel and 
and then food and driving up there and I'm gonna need a sled deck and I need to be the coolest guy around and I bet you that was a son of a bitch when his wife kicked his ass out he's living at the Haven because he got a cool snowmobile and no fucking job now because his wife kicked him out of the house his life's horrible but he's got a cool snowmobile and a sled deck so he alright not shitting on any guys with sled decks or snowmobiles I'm actually extremely jealous I wish I had the money to buy one but uh, priorities were in buying a Harley so I'm guilty of buying dumb shit too. But yeah, that was my big rant about cool to buy a snowmobile this year because that three feet fucked with you and you helped out the local economy by buying a whole bunch of snowmobiles and now you can't ride the fucking thing. I try hard. No, I don't. I tried to talk shit about just about everything until I find value in it. And then I, like, I talk it right up because I find it cool now. But for somebody else, I'm going to just disagree with you because I probably wish I had it. But that's okay. At least I admit it. I wish I had a snowmobile because I would bring out... Oh, I didn't really go into detail. I have two clam flipovers. I have the mini clam flipover and then I got the big doggy, the X2 thermal clam flipover. That's some bitch. That is the ticket right there, the X2 thermal. That thing... I got it from a couple people that were friends of my fiance, and uh, they're both, the wife and husband, are both avid fishermen, like, they're, like, that's what they do, you know, like, they're pretty cool to talk to, because they got a lot of cool tricks and tactics, and they spend some freaking serious coin in their fishing, but, they have this X2 Thermal, now this, if you don't know what the X2 Thermal is, this is the Cadillac, this is the epitome of I have gone overboard of buying fishing gear. This thing is freaking huge. It's got a, it's a sled built in. The sled's about the size of a mobile home. And it's insulated and it's got a built-in light bar and it's got a battery holder for your lights to run. And I naturally had to fuck with it. So I built wooden organizers that go in it that look really sick. And then I wired up a phone charger, and I have an ammo can in there that's got a voltage meter on it and a battery. And it's on toggle switches to turn the light bar on inside, and then I put LED light bars on the outside because I almost got killed by a snowmobiler one time. And So now if I hear snowmobilers coming across the lake, I turn the light bars on, and it looks like a freaking prison out there in the middle of the lake. But son of a bitch is that thing heavy. And I wish I had a snowmobile because that thing's badass and I love that thing. And the only time, I'm a little bit smaller nowadays. And uh, I used to be able to freaking sled dog that thing across the ice with my harness without a problem. I had some good ass and horsepower behind me. Nowadays, I kind of look like a Flintstone in a car trying to take off with that thing. And I usually eat shit if I hit any type of ice. I just go down hard. So yeah, I got the mini clam now, which has been kind of the ticket because it's a little bit lighter and I can walk across the lake a little bit easier. But if I had a snowmobile, X2 Thermal will be coming out. I'm hoping we get, I know it sounds weird, but I'm hoping I get a little bit of rain so the ice is just ice with no snow. So it's glare ice because then I'll take the X2 Thermal out and that thing will glide. I was trying to rationalize how I could put a sail on it. Because I see these guys out here with these sailboats these ice glider sailboat things and they take off like a bastard and i thought if i could figure out a way to mount a sail onto that x2 thermal or my mini clamber pretty much any sled with skis i could take off across that freaking lake fish wherever i wanted that'd be something worthwhile i also try to figure out 
how I could take apart a snowblower and mount wheels on my X2 Thermal and drive it across the ice like a little tractor. But all these are pipe dreams and I'm hoping I don't pursue any of them because it sounds like a good waste of time and a lot of money and effort that I probably don't need to invest into a sled. But that's alright. We're in the Mini Clam anyways. The Mini Clam's cool because it fits in back of Jasmine's RAV4. And that's like, you know, that's incognito fishing. I like to show up to these big lakes where these guys actually know what they're doing with the mom mobile. And I like to be competitive. So, it usually works out in my favor when everybody's got cool trucks and shit and they got sponsors. And I show up in the RAV4 with the Mini Clam and I'm walking across the ice like a schmuck. But I got a cool auger and a fish flasher, so I'm, I'm feeling kind of competitive against them, even though they're probably going to school my ass because they got skills and sponsors and tactics and good gear. Everything I'm lacking in, pretty much, I gather. But, point being is, as I look at it, I can sit home and go to a local lake and not catch anything. Or I can go to a lake I got no business of fishing on and give it a hell of a try and I got a 50-50. That's what I love about hunting and fishing. It's 50-50. You're either going to catch it or you're not. You're going to see something or you're not. Shooting, it's a whole other issue that I run up against quite often. But seeing them half the battle in the hunting world and catching them is half the battle in the fishing world. And finding them on your flash is half the battle of fishing. So... Yeah, that's my take on just about every fucking thing I was thinking about in my head. I'm hoping somebody catches a fish. At this point, I'd be willing just to see somebody else catch a fish. My buddy Cody said he might swing by, but at this moment in time, I'm feeling like I should just text him that this that's a horrible idea. If you're catching fish, you should just stay where you are because I'm not doing shit today. But I think for a little while I'm going to shut this podcaster off and I'm going to wait for Jasmine to come out and we'll do a little interview, a little Q&A, a little, little ice report with Jasmine see how what she's up to and what she thinks about all this. So when I fire you up again, hopefully, either A, I got a big ass fish, or B, Jasmine's here and she wants to talk. If not, I'll do a little concluder, conclusion idea behind today's thoughts after I'm done fishing. Yeah, that works for me. See you in a little bit. Alright. So, just an update. No fish. Yeah, you heard me right. No fish. I've not caught anything since I shut this off. And, uh, thinking I'm going to do a little bit of a running gun tactic. It's just going to take me a little while to do the gunning part and the running part. I'm going to say I'm good on tip-ups right now. So, I'm running out every few minutes and taking one tip-up up. And I'm running back in the shed, warming up. For two minutes, and then running back out, grabbing a tip up, and then running back in for two minutes, warming up, running back out. I think you get the idea. So, 
There's more and more freaking people. I am happy to say, though, there's a dude I talked to yesterday. What was it, yes? No, day, day two of the Ice or Die tour. Day two, yeah, I talked to that dude when I was walking off. He was asked about ice. And uh, he did naturally what most ice fishermen from New Hampshire do. He goes, I fish here all the time. I'm just wondering. I don't really give a shit. But yeah, no, there's plenty of ice. I ain't really care that you fish here all the time. It ain't my lake to call who can fish here. Now, back to the point. He made me happy. I was being nosy, seeing if anybody was catching fish. And I see him walking by. And like a good American man, supporting the Minnesota boys out there at Clam. He had a clam pop-up shelter, so it's just me and him supporting the clams out here. Because, Jesus, there's a couple, like, five more people showed up with freaking Eskimos. This shit's getting wild. Like, I can't even believe the Eskimo club. Like, I feel like I just need to go grab my Eskimo and set it up in the parking lot so I can be one of the boys. So I'm not marking any fish. Oh, as I said that, as I said that. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, Jesus. I have my fucking pole in the rod, and he's fucking gone. Oh, oh, he's coming back up. Definitely a little perch. Definitely a perch, I guarantee it. I'm willing to put my clam on the line for that. Ah, uh, yeah. He's just a little perch. Fuck off. I'm going to scare him away. I don't want to even catch him. So, yeah, I'm picking up tip-ups, and I'm going to go out to deeper water. And I might not set up tip-ups again today, even though I got two dozen shiners. A little pro trick. I don't know if it's pro trick. I just thought about that too. I usually try to keep my bait alive so I don't have to buy anymore for the next weekend of fishing because I'm a cheap bastard. And I'm not doing good at catching my own shiners. But I got a river behind my house. So I think I'm going to tie a string to the, the bait bucket and submerge it in the river so I don't have to worry about an aerator or anything like that to keep them alive. That might help. I'll put a little piece of bread in to hook them up, give them a little grub. It's gonna keep them alive. So I'm not too worried about my bait dying on me. But I think if unless it warms up a little bit today, I'm probably not gonna set up any more tip-ups. I'll probably just pack them in the shit in the shelter. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Pack them in the shelter. Ooh, ooh. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh. Alright. No, oh, I thought I had a fish I was going to bite. But he was just nibbling a little bit. That's okay. So yeah, we might, I might just go search around. I got probably a half hour before Jasmine gets out of work. So as I think of it, I got a half hour to go find a spot to catch fish. So she actually wants to fish. Even though she's pretty cool just hanging out with me. Which that's pretty awesome that she just likes spending time with me. Regardless if we're fishing. I kind of appreciate that about her. For some reason, she likes to be around me. I don't lacking any idea why that is. I've thought about it in the past three years we've been together, why she enjoys my company, and I have came up with zero reasons why she actually likes being around me for long periods of time and chooses on her own will 
to be around me. Goes out of her way to be around me. I don't... She's a good woman. That's all I gotta say. So, I think we're gonna clean up these tip-ups. And I'm gonna go do what these pop-up guys can't do. <laughs> Sons of bitches. I'm gonna flip this thing over and I'm gonna go run around the lake and look for some freaking fish. This is... Just... I don't mind not catching fish. I don't mind just hanging out. But... It's kind of cool when you catch fish. So that's my game plan. Try to catch a fish other than a yellow perch. Yeah, we'll see what happens at least. Last time we went with the microphone. Anyways, Jasmine's in the Bob house now. Jasmine, can you say hi? Hi. Thank you. It's not that <laughs> weird. Just roll with it, please. It's not that weird. I just feel like if anybody does listen to this, they're going to at least want to hear somebody else talk once in a while instead of me just ranting. Ranting and raving. Anyways, Jasmine, what was your first ice fishing experience? I don't know. Where did we go? I don't know. Kane I can't remember. I, uh, most likely Kane Street. Remember what the first fish was you caught? I do. Probably a baby perch. No, it was that big perch on tip-up. In the Eskimo. As in the Eskimo days when that's all I had. Remember that perch you got on tip-up? It was colder than a bastard out, too. And I was freaking miserable because it was cold, remember? Remember how pissed off I got because I was so cold? When you threw my soup? No, that was another time. No soup in the Bob house. Soup is outlawed in the Bob house. I'm re-intacking that rule. No more soup in the freaking Bob house. Because nothing ever fucking good happens from having soup in the Bob house. We had it all up in Pittsburgh. That was different. That was a planned soup event. I was mentally prepared for the shit show that was about to happen because of it. Uh-huh. I just want to catch something. I know. That's my thoughts on the day right now. I'm, I got four perch on the board and they've all been like four inches. Better than no inches and no perch. So, when we first started dating, you didn't like the ice or the thought of ice fishing because you were afraid of the ice. Correct? That is correct. How did you get over the fear of ice fishing and being on the ice? You. Why me? Because I watched you walk on it. And you figured it was safe? Mm-hmm. Good enough. Alright. Am I hired yet? You, you, you got no choice. You've been hired since you walked in the Bob house. Cause oh, no. I was talking about having you on the freaking podcast because I'm sick of talking to myself. And I just, It's not weird. Just roll with it. It's not weird at all. Forget the microphones right next to your face and just go with it. <laughs> uh-huh. it just go with it. What species of fish do you want to catch out here today? If you could Maybe have... a yellow belly salmon. Um... You fucking with me? No. Okay, so we're at the real line. Our priorities that there's no salmon. And that, is yellow belly salmon even a thing? No, I think it's tuna. Yellow fin tuna? Yeah, that's what it is. I don't fucking know. Anyways, what do you actually want to catch today? Maybe a pickerel. You want to catch a pickerel? Something. I, yeah, something. Anything's better than this. This sucks. We could always get adventurous and pack up and go home and eat lunch and go out to the pond. 
why are you looking at me like that? Sounds like a lot of work. Because it is a lot of work. You gotta understand, my pro fisherman week, I've been packing up midday, going home, eating lunch, going back out. Like, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm conditioned to it. My feet are freaking frozen, though, on these boots because my other boots got freaking wet when I went down yesterday. So I had to wear these pygmy people, my Listen Center boots. Listen Center runners. My li- <laughs> No, this is kind of shitty. Not gonna lie. Well, I want to at least catch something. That's been my thought all day. You just reeled up a perch. Yeah, but it ain't like it's anything cool. It's not like it's a trout. I keep reeling up a spoon. Well. Well. Cocksuckers better get up. Can't say cocksucker on here. It's actually carp, like the fish carp, carp sucker. Uh huh. So, cocksucker. How did Jasmine? Would you like to explain how you and your coworker Kareen, who's from, is she from Africa, like South Africa? She's from starts with a K, Africa. Kenya. No. Kwanzaa. Africa. Kwanzaa's a holiday, but anyways, she's from Africa, and she's really into wild game, because she was interested in coming over to have venison with us at some point, but she's really into wild game, because that's what she grew up on, I presume? Yeah. So she's really into it, and you guys, holy shit, the wind's picking up, you guys got talking today, how did the conversation start out? She just asked if she could go out ice fishing? No, shoot, they asked what I was doing after work. I said, probably go on ice fishing, and then brought up the pickerel picture you got. And she was very impressed. And then she said she wanted to go. So I was like, well, Martin Luther King Day. We're going. So you're going to fear the elements all by your lonesome, you and Kareen, just two, two self identifying women headed out on the ice. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Women can do it. Sometimes. Except for if I tell you you can't use all my stuff, then I guess you can't do it. I guess we'll figure out a way. <laughs> Good point. But anyways, yes, you guys can use my gear because I think it is really cool that you bring Kareen out fishing. And if you guys have a shitty day, we'll go out all together and we'll have a venison day out on the ice. Hopefully Kareen listens to the podcast because... I'll make her subscribe. Yeah, thank you. First subscriber. <laughs> thank you, Kareen. <laughs> No, that's cool. I'm into that idea. <clears throat> you guys are just going to jig? You're going to set up tip-ups? Jig. Just jig? Yeah, I don't like tip-ups. Nobody actually likes tip-ups, but if you want to have a wide variety of fish bite, I guess that's what you do. Oh, that's cool. Did Charlie show any interest in ice fishing? She wasn't there today. Oh. What? Oh, what's all what's this? That? What's all that? Up on that smell? And that smell. I don't think they're gonna bite on our big spoons, you think? I don't have a spoon. I got a Haley on. Well, I got a big spoon. I'm back to big spoon them. Where am I? You can't see me anymore. Sorry. I'll rattle them up from the bottom. Yeah, it sounds like a plan. Well, I was a bust. Just to school, so I'm gonna buy.
Remember that time you dropped your lure and immediately as you dropped it, you caught something? Yeah. It's actually happened a few times, so I probably... It, was it that pickerel I caught with you? Mm-hmm. If you could relive any ice fishing day with me, what day would it be? Probably Pittsburgh, even though we didn't catch anything. Just bonding time together with you. Oh. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Yeah, not catching fish and hanging out. It's not that bad. At least I'm with somebody. If I was not catching fish and by myself, I'd probably go insane. But No, Pittsburgh was fun. We're going back up there. We're going to catch a lake trout. That's the goal of the year. Until I come up with another goal of the year that I want to pursue. Jesus. What do you think your most memorable fishing with me was? Hmm. The day we took Chase's four-wheeler out in Clark Pond. That was fun. Cold. That was Very another cold. day we didn't catch any fish, though. Not a fucking thing. But do you remember what happened that day? You fell through the ice and lost your ring? No, that was another day. And technically speaking, I was on the river part, or the outlet part, and that's when I went through the ice. You remember the plane? Oh, yeah. We're out there, minding our own business in the middle of nowhere, that we had to take a four-wheeler to go into. And there's nobody else out there. There's like three feet of snow. My buddy Chaser, he let us borrow his four-wheeler to get out there. And we fished all day, didn't catch anything, and then out of nowhere we heard this this motor. It sounded like a Harley just went by us. And it, like it sounded like it was far distance away, and then out of nowhere, boom, it was right next to us. And I look out the window, and there's a freaking plane with skis that landed like 10 feet from the shelter and kept going. And then he had a buddy land right next to us again. And, uh... That was nuts, and I tried to flag him down. Jazz was like, what are you doing? I tried to flag him down because I want to go for a ride, and they kept going, but as they were going, they hit like a snow drift while they were turning, and one of the wings hit the freaking ice, and the other side went down and slammed, and I thought I it was... I forgot about that. Yeah, I thought it was like going to be Bush Pilot Dave's dead, <laughs> and then they took off. Like, nothing even happened. I feel like if that had happened to me, I would have gave it a couple days rest out on the pond, and like, yeah, I just shit my pants. I'm done for the day. Mm-hmm. That was nuts. I've, I've never seen that before. His, literally, his wing just hit the ice, and the other wing went right up in the air. But this is pretty uneventful right now, Bubs. I'm not going to lie to you. I know. I'm already bored. Yeah, me too. And I'm kind of running out of things to talk about on the day four, day quattro of the Ice or Die Tour on Ice is what I've named it. I thought it was the Ice Fishing Bonanza. I got rid of that, the Bonanza, because it just sounded boring. But Ice or Die on ice fishing tour sounds way cooler than this actual whole week's been it sounds like very uh very masculine like you've almost died yeah like i have risked life and limb to be on the ice this week and it sounds way cooler than this actually has been it's actually been pretty mellow but the ice or die tour on ice the ice or die on ice tour i'm saying that five times fast ice or die on ice tour, ice or die on ice tour, ice or die on ice tour, ice or die on ice tour. Was that four? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a lot to say, but that's what I'm saying. It sounds way cooler than it actually is, so maybe that's all right. Yeah, 
That's all I got on that. Ice or die on ice door. Um, <laughs> One more time. Ice or die on ice door. Sounds like a robot. Ice or die on ice door. Okay, I'm fucking done saying that. It's so annoying. Just one more time, please. No. Ice or die on ice door. Can you explain your tactic that you're using? For what? For your jigging cadence. I don't really have a tactic. I just move it around till I see something fly off. On the flasher, yep. and I need to slow it down a little bit, see if they bite on. Yep. Usually how I catch my trophies. It's usually how I catch my trophies. What were you... Did you ever actually... You wanted to catch a pickerel today. Allegedly. Allegedly wanted to catch a pickerel. No. It's not looking good? No, no. There I you... think you were lying about catching that big one here. Or that was the last one in here. Yeah, I took the last freaking monster out of this whole lake. Out of the whole freaking lake. These both boys right next to us. Cooking hot dogs and selling them. I don't think they're selling hot dogs. I think it's just... Oh, no. Son well, of a bitch. Well, that's what you get from putting it right beside me. Like, as soon as I move my arms. Well, don't move your arms I so like... aggressively. What if I catch hey. a big fish? Hey. Calm down. <laughs> you calm down. Don't be ruining the podcast. Get bunker. rid of that carp sucking thing. <laughs> carp sucker. Isn't that fun to say? <laughs> the very first one I did, I was like, what is happening, carp suckers? And I just started laughing to myself. Like, I don't know where it came from, but it sounds pretty mean if you say it really aggressively carp to people. Sucker. Yeah, I went on a big tangent about these old boys today. Like, I don't like being cold. And these sons of bitches got a perfectly good bob house. And they've been standing outside the freaking thing all fucking day. Aw, dogs. Yeah, I know. They got dogs. And they, did you see the bonfire that got on the back side of it? Jesus, fuck. Oh, yeah. That's a big dog. This is like some good old boys. I feel like they're Vermonters. That's the only thing I can gather. Like, only in Vermont would they do something like this. I got nothing against it. They're out there having fun, but, like... I'm getting cold watching them. Yeah, I want to pet the dog. Hope they, he's going over to visit the neighbors. Look at that fat black lab. I know. He looks like a friggin' miniature black bear. He is fat as hell. It's like Scout. Scout's not fat. She's like a table. Hey, leave her alone. She's fine. She's just happy. She's not that big, though. I don't understand why people that are fat get shit on so much, but if your dog's fat, you're cool. Like, the no, everybody likes a fat dog. Like, oh, he's fat. Yeah, like, they, they got some sort of, like, he's cute. She'd be like, oh, she's so fat, she's cute. I got that as a baby. <laughs> That's just mean. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I was a fat baby, and fat in general. So, that's okay. Ugh. Alright, I think I'm done. I think I'm done talking today on this. Ice or Die on Ice Tour, day number four, featuring Jasmine, my fiance, aka Bubs, aka Pro Fisher Lady, aka Mean to Me, aka She Kinda Acts Like She Likes Me Once in a While, aka She's Kinda Cute, aka She Likes Fishing Because She Was Forced to Like Fishing Because She Didn't Like Fishing, She Would Have Been Single, aka I don't know how many more. Yeah, I'm about single either. I probably would have to give up my fishing career for you. Just... I wouldn't do that. I know. You might be son of a bitch. Anyways. Yeah, day four. Not a good day. Four perch on the board. Kind of sucks. I might do some convincing to pack up and try something different. But until I find out if Jasmine's going to do a day number five of the ice fish or, or the ice, ice or die on ice tour. 
we're going to stick with day number four. And then if we don't do fishing tomorrow, I'll do a concluding thought on the week and review on uh, how, how I think my pro fisherman career went this week. But, yeah, that's all I got right now. See ya.